Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome to Girl Water Your Grass. Today, we are talking about what are we making our God? And you know, we're Mm. all... We all have this challenge and we all say that as Christians, we say God's first in our life, but just the reality is oftentimes that's not really true in our actions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really fascinating because, you know, where your focus is a lot of times there, your heart is also, you know, which are, if you look at, okay, what am I spending the most time in? Where's my heart? You know, that, that tells us where your time is, is very often close to where your heart is. And so, you know, I think really being, um, starting to be aware and look at, are there things that we're putting ahead of God? And, and I know it, it was, it was interesting oh, quite, quite a few years back, I was, um, uh, working in the health and fitness industry and, you know, being, which I'm always intentional with, with fitness, because I just think, again, we we have a responsibility to take care of our bodies, but I had this, had this moment where I was like, okay, I'm spending, you know, an hour working out and getting, getting movement in. Am I also spending time with Jesus, you know, to kind of equal that, or am I spending so much more time on, on everything else? And again, it doesn't, we're not saying, okay, if I'm spending an hour here on this, an hour here on this, an hour that I I spend like 10 hours with God, (laughs) like, you know, but, but also where scripture talks like, like pray without ceasing. Right. So there's kind of always this awareness of really being in each moment with the Lord. And really also making like, like your life a prayer, right? So as yes. a busy mom, it's, can I, you know, pray for four hours a day in quiet right. and silent? Can <laughs> totally I not. Do laundry with love and do dishes yes. instead of being ticked off. And so how you can make your life and, um, in service mm-hmm. instead of in being mm-hmm. off or just in resentment. So just everything we do can yes. be more of a gift when yeah. we are proper properly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some things that we really see are constant challenges to check ourselves in mm-hmm. making, what are we making our God are, um, sports yep. our really. work, mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. Our, and I, ourselves, even ourselves. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. what the culture tells you, you know, so at yeah. the end of the day, there's two paths you can go. Is it city of God or city of man? Yeah. And we are, the culture is so strong. You are like a mm-hmm. salmon swimming upstream mm-hmm. and so just to constantly question and challenge yourself. Is this from city of man, which is going to be the culture or is it city of God? And it's mm-hmm. not saying you can't live in this world and be, you know, you don't have to wear moos or dress all <laughs> right hours in church, but it is, what is our priority? And a lot of that is just ordering our heart to yes. 
do things with love as a Christian should show up differently as opposed to doing it with resentment. Yeah. I've been having a lot of conversations with, with different people. And we've been talking quite a bit about this idea of, you know, are we, are we really living our lives with love? Because what makes a Christian different is, is that that love for Christ comes out into every, <laughs> that's true. This is a moment where a should is so appropriate. Yes. Because- and if you aren't, if you aren't doing what you should, you should be ashamed. <laughs> That's true. This is a moment where where that should lead to a shame (laughs) and make you want to change an appropriate one. Oh my goodness. But yeah, to really start to look and say, wait a second. Okay. The way that I'm treating people, you know, I used to wait tables in college. And one of the things that was really sad to me was how often it was, you know, a lot of the servers would say, Hey, we 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 don't want to work a Sunday morning not because we're going to go to church or anything, but because the the church people, they're the rudest and they're the worst tippers. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was this one, um, actually this one pastor that would always come in and eat at our restaurant and he knew the whole staff. Everybody knew him, loved him. He was so kind. Yeah. He, he was just, um, yeah, he was actually at one of the, um, I think it was a a big Baptist church nearby, but he would, he would come in and he, you know, he's like, you know, and we'd get in these conversations and he's like, you know, he's like, I think the thing is, he's like, as Christians, he said a lot of times, instead of being, you know, the kindest, instead of being the one who reaches out to people, instead of being that light, we're the opposite, you know, we can be stingy instead of being generous. We can be really harsh instead of being kind. We can be, you know, the most, um, judging in a harsh, critical way, you know, rather than, yes, you can look at a situation and say, Hey, this is object. This is a wrong, right? Like there's nothing wrong with doing that, but it, but you're still, the action is wrong. The per it's not the person, you know, and there's a different right. in that. And everyone loved when he would come in because he was so kind and he would tip really well. Right. So you could see that he, there was a gen- generosity with that. And so I think, you know, I, again, MK, you and I have been talking about this is really when we're encountering people do our, during our day, are they able to witness that light of Christ in us? You know, is there something different about us? Because there needs to be. And and if there's not, then it's not very attractive to say, you know, a lot of people don't know anything about being a Christian. And so, you know, it's, it's that old adage of preach always. And when necessary, use words, your life should look different. Your attitude and how you treat people should look different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something that we really see is when our priorities are upside down, we will never have the light and love that we could to the maximum potential than when we're living by that ordered triangle that we talk about. And, you know, something that really spoke to me, um, is I ran into a guy I was chatting with, I didn't really know him very well. And he said, Oh, I know you, I go to your church. And I said, Oh, really? Which, which, you know, mass do you all go to? I've never seen you there. And he said, Oh, we don't actually go. Um, we're really busy on Sunday mornings. Mm. And I said, Oh, you're, you're busy on Sunday mornings. Like what, what do you have to do on Sunday mornings? And, and he said, you know, I mean, like we sleep in, we relax, we get up, we go to Cracker Barrel. And I'm thinking <laughs> this, like in, in his mind, there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, we're just, and he didn't even see how shallow that sounded of like, mm-hmm. could you go to church and go to Cracker Barrel afterwards? Yeah. Could you give God some of your time and effort? Mm-hmm. And this is the culture we're in of like, you know, maybe myself 10 years ago or five years ago, even would have been like, that's so stupid and shallow. And yes, it is. But now I'm like, just have more of a compassionate heart. They don't know. They don't know. First of all, how shallow they sound. And 
because we are now so removed from multiple generations of making God a priority, which Mm -hmm. I believe the root of everything wrong with our culture, they don't even know where to go or, or how to fix that priority. Right. Oh, totally. It's true. People don't realize, you know, I guess really we talk a lot about awareness and if you are aware and ask yourself, okay, what are my priorities? You know, am I making, when I look at my week, for example, and I'm working on my schedule, okay, I'm factoring in, you know, I'm popping on my calendar. I'm putting in, you know, get a workout in. I'm putting in there, you know, go to the grocery, make a healthy meal. I'm putting in there, take my child to the sporting event. I'm putting on there, go on a date night. I'm putting in there all those things. Are we also being that intentional with our prayer life? Because everything is going to stem from that. You know, are we, um, and I think one of the big things in the culture these days that we have seen big time is how much sports have become a God. You know, like I have seen this over and over again, that sports take precedence over everything, even over relationships, you know, Uh, where it's like this, this thing has, has really become an idol where, you know, even the way that we treat people, right. Where, okay. There's maybe there's a game on, okay. Everybody shut up. And people, I've seen people be so, um, just, I just mean, you know, if, if everything is not exactly their whole day when your right. sport loses, right. stop the rest of the day. Well, yeah. And so, was- so it's just the fact that we're letting, we're letting something dictate so much of our life should make us just question it. And you know, we're all about sports. Like that is, oh, we're yeah. not saying, damn, and that's, no, we're it's just really going to being ordered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it really is about to order. And you know, it's unfortunately we're at this place in culture where you have to choose. You have to choose, like, my kid is going to play this sport, go all in seven days a week, get them private lessons and all this. And, you know, Will and I, for our family, have decided that we don't do travel sports. And I'm not saying it's wrong if you do, but, you know, for our belief on that is it's not fair to the other seven people in the family Mm -hmm. to travel over to our nation and revolve um, our life around this one kid's sport. If that works for you and you love it, I'm not saying it's wrong. Where it becomes a problem and we really have held up that you're not going to play. We've tried very hard to not um, play sports that require a lot on Sundays. And mm-hmm. Now and again, have we had to do it? Yes. But I think that that is a boundary. Now there's no boundaries anywhere. So there's right. no family right. time. There's no time for God. And it is literally has overtaken us. And, and yes. it, you know, not that we're perfect in any way. When Cecilia was, I was going to say earlier, Cecilia was staying with us, um, our friend that we work with back in the winter. And if, if you're a Kentucky Wildcats fan, you know, Kentucky basketball rules and UK had a good team this year and they lost in the first round. And I, I think it's like, to, I think they were a number one seed that lost to a 16, the Peacocks. I'll never like Peacocks ever again, but the, the crazy <laughs> thing was Cecilia was here and I, she wasn't watching the game, but afterwards, my older kids were crying. They yeah. were literally crying when UK lost. And I'm like, you all, this is disordered. This is supposed to be for entertainment <laughs> and for fun. And when you are crying right. over a loss, you know, that's, that's not good. It's like, we gotta, we gotta roll it back here. People it's all <laughs> in order and we're guilty too. But I see so many people who are like showing up to church at 7am to hurry up and check the box in their, in their gear. And they, mm. as soon as communion is over, is over, they leave early 
And it's like checking a box, but what is that telling our kids? Your sports are more important. Now, kudos that you actually came to church, right? right? So there is something there, but are we making sports more of a priority than they should be? Because this is supposed to be to teach us discipline, to teach us teamwork, to teach us integrity, not to be the be all end all of everything. And how we treat pro sports athletes, Mm -hmm. we pay them millions of dollars we wait in line to get their autographs, mm-hmm. which, what does it matter? I mean, you know, I remember <laughs> we were waiting in a line yeah. one time as a kid and my dad like took it and like signed it. And he was like, this is so dumb. And, and you know, right. we thought dad's autograph, my dad signed it. <laughs> so he's like, this is so, it, it's silly. It really is silly. Yeah. We all, we put people up on, on this and- pedestal. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and and kind of going back to that also, the problem with, and this is a little bit of a, a side note with it, but when we're putting up, putting people up on a pedestal, they have nowhere left to go except mm-hmm. down, right? And the reality is that everybody's human, guys. Everybody has struggles and challenges in their lives and everybody has beautiful things. There, you know, there's up and downs. Everyone's human. And, mm-hmm. and we can be so quick to put people on pedestals when they are, you know, an athlete or a musician or all of these different things. And, and I just, again, just getting back to that people are human, you know, and it's good for them and it's not good for us. No, it really, really isn't. And I think the other part, and I love what you said, that idea of just, you know, just checking a box is that we got to get back to our hearts. You guys, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got to get back to, to really are, are you being present? One of the reasons we talk about our, our podcast is called girl water, your, your grass is being where your feet are. And a lot of times we are so far removed with our heart, with our head, with actually being present to where our feet are. Right. So if you are at your sporting event that you are fully present there, if you are at church, you're fully present there. If you are standing in the grocery line, grocery line talking, you know, and there's somewhere that you encounter that, that person, maybe rather than being on your phone, you know, and they're like scrolling because you're bored, but can we actually be fully present to those around us? Because that's where you start to bring God's light. You know, that's what makes the difference. I love what you just said. It just hit me hard. Are we making our phones a God? Mm. <laughs> How often are we any place? I mean, I'm guilty. I'll check my phone at a stoplight. Can I oh, not totally. a 15 mm-hmm. minute drive and not, I mean, I'm like was ordering groceries on my phone this morning while I was waiting in line for pickup right. or drop off, whatever. I'm like, this is, that's goofy. I'm, I'm here to call myself out people. You know, I'll do it. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I knew someone who they actually started a friend of mine in Nashville and he started, he had, I think a whole summer and then he started doing it more and more, but where he, when he was going to run errands, he would, and now this was brave of him, but he would just leave his phone at home. And Mm. for me, for me, that would not be smart because I use my GPS a lot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So that would get me in trouble, but he would just leave his phone at home. And he's like, he's like, cause I realized he said he realized he was on it. Like he'd be in the grocery store waiting to check. And and instead of having a conversation, he's on his phone. He's like, I would be waiting every, he's like, I noticed every time I was waiting, instead of actually stepping into the waiting and being present to my life and those around me, it was just habit. I'd pull out my phone and he said, I wanted to break the habit. So he started leaving his phone at home to do that. And he said, he said, I've had some of the best conversations. He's like, I've had some of the great, like just cool thought ideas come because I'm actually like giving my brain space to think for itself. Right. That wonder. 
Um, and he said, it's just been such a game changer. And so, you know, we'd love to challenge you guys, whether it is with the phone, whether it's with sports, whether it's with ourselves or a relationship. Right. And, and actually just a quick side note on that relationship part too, is that it is so easy to put really unrealistic expectations on our relationships because we are making them more into a God. Right. And it's not fair. It's not fair to our spouse, our boyfriend, our girlfriend, our friend, our mom, our dad, they cannot and are not designed to be, and will never be your savior. No, they can't that on them. Right. And it's not fair. Mm-mm. It really isn't. It, it's a disservice to them and it's a disservice to ourselves, right? Because that false expectation leads to frustration and sometimes anger and hurt that, that actually doesn't have to happen. You know, that doesn't actually have, have to be. And I have been super guilty of this as well. So maybe one day we'll dive in and tell that story, but just whenever I have had this major aha moment in my life of reordering and living by that triangle, we talk about so much with God at the top. Um, it it changes everything. It's the one thing that changes everything. Whenever you really get your priorities, right. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, gosh, your friend, your friend with his phone, I bet he got to talk to a lot of older people. Oh, he did. He's, he's found and it's with him, right? (laughs) He would come, he would come back of of life experience. Yes. It really was. Whenever we'd get together, it'd be like, okay, who did you meet? You know, what what conversation did you have this time? And he would just have the coolest stories from it. And I just think, there's and there was a um, a meme going by this was years ago or, or a f- photograph and it was all these people at some kind of event and everybody was looking at the event through their phone because they were filming it or they were videoing it and this one older woman I've seen that she, it, it yes. Thing. Yeah. She well, was just she was just sitting over kind of looking over the fence here with him, just fully present and I remember thinking wow you know, can we actually be fully present to our lives without all these other distractions or without all these other things? And I think and- the real implication and in, in there is just with our life constantly being go, go, go with sports, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. relationships, with checking the box, with our phones, just instant. Yeah. We don't have to look for any information. Maybe you should try leaving your phone at home because then you wouldn't depend on GPS and you would learn your way around, right? Like, right. don't get lost. Right, right. You know, the, the just make sure you don't have to be somewhere at a certain time and you have a very limited time. <laughs> but, you know, it's down to that. Yeah. Like, remember when you were kids, you knew everyone's phone number. Totally. You had memorized it all. You're mm-hmm. so dependent. Yeah. And I think the invitation is while the world is going so fast, mm-hmm. can we slow down? And in that, will mm-hmm. you prioritize your life? Yeah. You know, and something that I just want to leave us with today um, that I've been reflecting on this week is, you know, Jesus tells us, I am the way, I yeah. am the truth, I am the life. And we have mm-hmm. really no worries. And I know that's easier said than done if we really believe that. He has a plan for us. If we water our own grass and step into what, you know, we have our, we have to do our part. We have to participate as a Mm co-creator with him. If we believe he is the way, we really have nothing to worry about. And a question I want you to ponder this week that really has hit me deeply is what if his way is getting in my way? Mm, We just going to leave that right there. (laughs) Really? Think about your priorities. Yeah. Think about his way because he is tells us the order of God, yep. marriage, family, work, sports under that people. Mm-hmm. And 
we're, I'm on this journey with you. I'm on this train with you. We're in all of it with you guys. We do not have any of this down. This is a process for all of us. You know, we just love to bring things to mind. I think things that, that we have struggled with, or we are struggling with now or working through now, you know, and, and conversations we have and with coaching people. And we've, we've just learned that, you know, so many of these things are things that it's like everybody either has struggled with or struggling with. And so we're in it with you. We are here cheering you on and we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this. And we, you know, as, as we leave you with that, what if his way is getting in my way, that is making our own agenda, our God over whatever he has for Mm -hmm. us. So Mm -hmm. just think about that this week and we'd love to hear your feedback and we'll see you next week on girl, water your grass. Bye. Bye.